I mean, I cut that out too. Sorry, do you want me to restart this episode? Is this going in the bloopers reel now? Please. All right. Hey, welcome to Podcast vs. Podcast. My name is Eric Yovanovich. This is Piers Ray. Hey, Piers. Hi, How's Eric. How's it going, buddy? Stop talking over top of me. Never. I'm sick of the crosstalk in this show. This is a show where Eric and I pitch podcast ideas to each other in the hopes of finding a podcast that we can do together. Because we really want to make a podcast. That's right, Piers. So much. Why do you want to make a podcast, Eric? Um, Just because I love you. I'm you just know. bored. <laughs> <laughs> That's my reasoning. Here's the thing. A lot of people are making podcasts now. I want to get in on that sweet bandwagon. Oh, we got in on the ground floor, baby. 2016. 2015, technically, I believe. Yeah, we started in 2015, but this podcast doesn't count. No, We're no, going to no, be no, starting no, no, in 2017 no. tomorrow once we vote for my idea. Today. Today's episodes, my episode, is going to be the idea that we vote for and agree on. I can guarantee it. It's a really, really good idea. I put okay, a well, lot of time and it. effort into it. Okay. Eric, you're going to love this. My pitch for today is called Purely Hypothetical. Okay, all right. I'm already loving it. Okay, so the concept of the show is that I would pitch, well, we would each pitch hypothetical situations. Okay. uh, To ourselves, maybe to a special guest, and then we would have a roundtable discussion of how each of us would deal with that hypothetical situation. Right. So I brought in a selection of hypotheticals here today. Uh, I put a lot, a lot of time and effort into right. them. The, I, I'm, I'm very comfortable with the the amount of emphasis you're placing on how much time and effort you put, on, put Look, into you, these. You are comfortable with yeah, that? Yeah, I'm very comfortable. Good, because I'm just trying to set your mind at ease. I just want you to know that these weren't last-minute ideas scraped together. Right, of course. Right, totally. So, um, and if anything, like if you find any hypotheticals too upsetting or you start to get mad, we'll just like put a pin in it and we'll circle on back to that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So just, it's an emotionally of balanced podcast. Yes. Eric, a meteor falls in your cornfield during the night. You find it in the morning and you think to yourself, what am I going to do? Should I leave this meteor from space untouched because it's kind of cool having a meteor in the field or should I smash it open and claim all the prizes within? <laughs> What do you think? This is purely hypothetical. Purely hypothetical. Um, okay, so this meteor is in my cornfield, in the middle? Just wherever. It has just fallen in the, in the cornfield, maybe at the edge of it. Yeah, see, here's the thing. If I leave it there, my thresher is going to be obstructed when I go to thresh the corn. Interesting. You use yeah. a thresher. You don't harvest by hand with a scythe? Uh, no, Piers. I have a fucking field to get through, all oh. right? This is, you know what, it's 2017. Dude, you have 10 acres. It's a hobby farm. Okay. Um, so here's what I would do. How big is the meteor? Meteor is roughly the size, at having passed through the atmosphere and survived the crash into the planet, of, I would say, a, a large beach ball. Large beach ball. Can I pick it up? Um, no. You can leave it or you can smash it. Hmm. If I smash it into little bits, can I clean it up? Oh, of course. You get to Clear keep all the bits. You'll have a bunch of meteor shards, probably something that was hiding within the meteor. Snacks, a space mushroom, what have you. Um, here's the thing. I'll smash it up. Nope. Yeah, right. that's what I'll do. I, I would smash it up. I would clear it away, and I would make room for my corn thresher. <laughs> I, as a man who harvests corn by scythe, yeah, the okay. old-fashioned way... Uh, I would leave it there because it's so impressive, and I feel that I would bring in much more money from tourism of people coming to see my space meteor than from the uh, proceeds of, of selling that coin. That's that's the thing about you. Always chasing that almighty dollar, Piers. Well, what what are you doing? I Hey, I, You're just clearing me, the wheat I, for nothing? I'm making a good, honest living. 
Selling corn that I've threshed. Selling tickets to see a wonder of outer space is an honest living. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about that. It's, that sounds, um, that sounds mercantile, opportunistic. It sounds um, corrupt. I think that you're a corrupt fat cat on Wall Street. That word was worth the pause while you thought of it. Tell you what. I can see you're getting upset. I'm going to put a pin in this hypothetical. Okay. I'm going to move it over on the hypotheticals board. Let's okay. hop into a different one. Perfect. You've been offered a membership at the local big box store, but supporting big business could drive, uh, you know, small local businesses and storefronts out of town, the small yeah. town that you live in. Uh, where do you get your seeds for the crops this year? Here's the thing. Uh, I plant the seeds that I have threshed myself mm -hmm. personally. So not only do I not accept the big box store, I also don't support the local businesses. I don't support any businesses. I don't support corporations. Okay. I don't support small businesses. I think they're all corrupt. So you're a libertarian, basically. Uh, you take no. what you can from the land, and it's by dint of your own strength only. I'm a corn thresher, right? Libertarians, I think, are very into corporations and businesses. Mm, not corporations so much. Isn't, now, hold on a second. Isn't Atlas Shrugged about a business owner? Yeah. Like a, like a, like a major business owner who the government is like? It, it's about a, an exceptional man who is being held back by bureaucracy and right. chooses to abandon society in order to fulfill his own potential. But that's more about objectivism or maybe exceptionalism than it is uh, about libertarianism. Okay. Though they are related. Okay. But libertarians... I guess I don't know anything about libertarianism. Libertarians would agree that uh, government control should be minimized. Okay. However, the more extreme ones believe insane things like you should, shouldn't have... Like you should pay for the fire department yourself. I mean, we do anyways through taxes, but for some reason they want it to be a more complicated system of organizing it. <laughs> Don't libertarians believe that you shouldn't need a uh, driver's license to drive a car? Yeah, I, some of them do. The, the dumb ones. The flat earther libertarians believe that. You know what? I can tell that this question is just bringing up a whole lot of spill, like, stuff we don't want to talk about. So I'm putting a quick <laughs> pin in it. I am popping it over here. Okay. Let's try a different one. Okay. Uh, what if... Instead of coming up with podcast pitches, you spend all day playing Stardew Valley. How, what, what, what would you do in that hypothetical situation? How do you think you would deal with that? This is and purely, purely hypothetical. Right, purely hypothetical. Uh, for those who aren't familiar with the game, Stardew Valley is a farming simulator, which I've not played recently. Right. So here's the thing. Here's how I would deal with that, right? Okay. I would get into the booth with yeah. you. Okay. And then I would let you pitch first. Oh. And then I would just... <clears throat> Base, I would just come up with an idea off the top of my head and base it off of whatever you pitched. Okay. Well, that's one thing solved. That's because typically I what I, I would, do. I should have done the exact same. I, I mean, in this hypothetical situation. Yeah, purely hypothetical. I yeah. should do the same thing. Should that situation ever arrive. Not that yeah. it has. Not that it has. Yeah. Um, okay, so you get the idea of this. I have more hypotheticals if you want to go through them, but I feel like I've given you the gist of it. Yeah, I think cast. we'll save those for if we vote for this episode. Yeah, we don't want to use podcast. up all the gold. Yeah, of course <laughs> That is just flooding out of our mouths right, right now. Um, you ready for my pitch? 
Uh, I have a feeling it'll be stolen, but guess. It's, it's called Impurely Literal. <laughs> so this what does is that, that mean I, exactly? Please explain, explain. Um, late last night, I, w- I had a decision to make. I, I could either, you know, stay up until 2 in the morning playing Stardew Valley, or I could stay up until 2 in the morning working on my podcast pitch for today, and I, and I did end up doing that, uh, working on my podcast pitch for today. Um, and I came up with an idea called impurely literal, right? Mm-hmm. So I will present to you literal scenarios, but they're not purely literal. There's one aspect of the scenario that is, uh, man, it's like watching you paint yourself into a corner <laughs> that is symbolic or hyperbolic, hyperbolic. I, I, I say hyperbolic, hyperbolic. All right. Or exaggerated or oh. a, an outright fabrication or something like that. Could you give me an example? Could you right. give it to me right now? Okay. So here, let, let's say there's this scenario, right? Now, this is a literal scenario. It's what, what scenario? Impurely literal. <sighs> you're walking down the street. I already know I'm not going to vote for this. You're trying to get... <laughs> you're Just from the to, way you say impurely literal. You're trying to get to the, to the library in order to come into the into the booth to record with me today. Uh-huh. And you can't get up the stairs to the library because there's an enormous green furry monster blocking your way. And he looks dangerous and you're afraid, right? Okay. So what would you do in that situation, which is literal? Okay. So what would what will you do, now, I guess? Okay, here's my question. Because you've yeah. set up that there's one exaggerated feature, yeah. do I actually have to deal with this? Like, you're creating a real situation with one exaggerated detail. Right. Which means this is basically a hypothetical. What is a practical solution to a hypothetical problem? What is the literal, literally, what are you going to do when this happens to you? When this, what am I literally going to do when this impure situation happens? What is the logic of your time? You know what? I don't want to know. When this situation happens, I'm going to text upstairs. I assume you're already here. Of course. So I'm going to text you and be like, hey, how'd you get past this big furry green monster? On, oh, right. On, yeah. On the Seeking mezzanine. advice from a friend. Yeah. That's wise. You're one of my, you're one of my uh, three friends, my three safety lines. Yeah. What are the other two? Um, Shane, old, good old Buford. Right. The Buf. And, uh, we Jer- know him here as the Jeremy, the witch boy. Jeremy, the witch boy. Yeah. Of course. I assume he's one of your three as well. Uh, Jeremy, the witch boy. Yes. He's not my top one because as we that know, would be me. you're, yeah, you're now my, my best friend yes! forever in perpetuity. Yes. Our souls are intertwined. Our bones are as one. I don't even, we are going to be buried together. I don't even know how I got, I finally got what I wanted and yeah. I have to admit I'm thrilled. Yeah. Some people get what they want. They're not happy. I'm extremely hey, happy. you can't always get what you want. But sometimes you get what you need. A best friendship. All right. Um, I guess that's it. I've solved the problem. Yeah. So basically, yeah, that's how the whole podcast would go. Uh, Each well, episode would be a different one. There would be no putting pins in anything. We would have to deal with it at that moment, literally. Oh, that's actually a big improvement over my idea. Because, yeah. uh, I mean, we solved none of my I, none of my. Well, I solved, I solved them. Kind of. I, I, we didn't agree on a solution is the problem. Hmm. Um, this idea is pretty good, actually, Eric. It's uh, very similar to mine. You improved on one detail. Uh, you made a worse title, however, because the title is extremely confusing. It doesn't really seem to follow through to the concept. I feel now, like you switched on. the was, concept. Hold on. Through. I was up until two, maybe three in the morning working on that title. All right. Yeah. So. <laughs> Wait, when did you start working on the title? When did you stop? I. Started working on the title right after we finished recording yesterday. Okay. 
and you okay. impurely practical, impurely practical. It, it, that's it, right? Impurely pa- practical. No, impurely literal. Oh God, that's worse. Impurely. Where literal. did you get practical from? I don't know. It makes so much more sense than literal. <laughs> Anyways, I vote for mine, of course. Uh, well, I'm gotta vote for mine okay. because mine has a way better title. No one's gonna listen to something called impurely literal. What does it mean? They could listen and find out. Purely hypothetical, you're like, okay, this is a show about hypothetical situations. There's nothing else it could be. Do you sure you don't want to change your vote? No. <laughs> I guess you can't. I can't. It's according to the laws of this show. Thanks but... for listening, everybody. <laughs> sorry that it's another draw. It's been a pleasure having you sorry. here. If you wanted to leave us a review on iTunes, we wouldn't say no. Hey, I'll never say no to that. Hey, hey, put your ear next to the mic. Well, the speaker, I mean. I'm putting my mouth next to the mic. Get in real close just so I can talk to you. Leave us a review on iTunes. See you later. Thanks, goodbye. <laughs>